to the Mindset Practice Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things mindset. At Mindset Practice, we believe that mindset is key to enhancing development, increasing performance and building resilience and improving well-being. On this podcast, you'll hear us talk about all our experiences of using mindset in development, in leadership, in graduate, in personal development and with teams. You'll hear members of the Mindset Practice team sharing their thoughts and feelings and reflections on work we're doing with our great clients. You'll hear us chatting to clients and associates and key partners and getting their view on why mindset really matters. Welcome to our mini Mindset Practice podcast. I'm Jackie Gride, Director of Partner Solutions at Mindset Practice. And I'm here today just to have a chat on some of the reflections that we've had at Mindset Practice over the last couple of weeks from working with our clients, talking to partners, um, and our own individual thoughts and reflections in the team. Um, also, this mini podcast is about sharing some top tips to help you think about how you might show up more from that mindset of growth more often. So I'm sitting in my study today in Oxfordshire. The sun's shining. It's a beautiful spring day, actually. Um, Things are really coming to life. And, And I guess that takes me back to where my mind very much is right now. So last week I was running a leadership program with a technical group of leaders in one of our key clients. Um, They weren't a team, they were individuals from the organisation, but we were running our Mindset to Lead programme, which is um, in the virtual form, is a four-day intensive leadership programme supported by our digital programme, Mindset to Lead. Um, And I've got some, I guess, some real observations from that programme, which have stuck with me since we finished last Friday, and I think really link to that theme of new growth Um, and opportunity and that feeling of spring for me, things wakening up and realising they're still there. Because that's what I observed actually in the programme. So any of you that know the Mindset Practice material know that our Mindset Practice research suggests that over 60% of professionals are in survival much of the time um, and only about 34% are in growth. And in this group that we worked with last week, I would say that's very much what I experienced in the room. So on arrival, there were um, over 60% of the individuals um, sharing that they were feeling very much in survival and sharing things like, um, I need to be able to deal with conflict better. Um, I want to keep calm. I'm always in the busy, busy. Um, I don't feel I give people my full attention. Um, I feel overwhelmed and worn out um, and I neglect myself and suffer with confidence. One lady actually shared a picture um, in her Feel As You Go and if you've listened to our first podcast you'll have heard Rich Cook and myself um, using Feel As A Go as a way of checking in on our emotions and our emotional state and we use this in the programme getting the individuals to reflect back on their last seven days. 
And one lady drew a beautiful picture of a swan sitting on the water and how she felt that she was frantically paddling underneath the water, even though she was looking serene on top. And she even described herself actually as an ugly duckling rather than a swan. Um, and I guess, you know, I can identify with that feeling of paddling away sometimes under the water when things get a bit overwhelming. We also heard things from the group about um, getting balance, about proving themselves, feeling the need to prove themselves. And also lots and lots of comments and reflections around feeling like they're going too fast. There's too much on um, they're just head down, getting on with work and not really enjoying their jobs or even things at home and appreciating things at home too. So how does that link to the theme of spring, you might hear yourself ask? Well, I guess you know, it links because what I saw at the end of the week was a real awakening in some of those individuals by exploring the language of growth and survival. So just that starting point, even in the first couple of days where we asked them to explore, you know, what does growth and survival mean to them? How does it feel when I show up from survival? What do I notice in my body? What's my intention in the situations that I'm in? What are the flags? So the indicators that can help me understand whether I'm in survival or in growth. And some of those flags um, might be things like um, physical signs of stress or um, ploughing on through with work regardless and not taking breaks, um, pleasing other people more than doing things for themselves or feeling a bit disgruntled and critical and judgmental. So they spent quite a lot of time the first couple of days exploring and getting really clear on what growth and survival was for them and what it meant and starting to really use and apply the language. And when you're looking at the mindset practice work, this is really key. So developing a language and emotional literacy and a language around growth and survival, I think is one of the most powerful things I see people do on our programmes because they feel they have a way of describing how they feel. And more importantly, they have a way of describing how they feel and how they behave to other people as well as to themselves. So that was really key in seeing that awakening beginning to happen in the group. The second factor was um, the practices for growth. So the practices for growth are our mindset practice toolkit. There are three step model to help people once they've understand it, understood those indicators, you know, where the, um, how they can sh spend more time in growth rather than survival. And those practices are be curious. So first of all, be curious. Where is my mindset and intention? Am I in survival? Am I in growth? Am I noticing those flags or indicators? Or am I just plowing on through and not being very aware of how I'm feeling or what I'm doing or what I want to get out of situations? How does my intention inform what I want? So I was chatting to a group of leaders this morning and they were talking about project develop development uh, and delivery. And one of the gentlemen said, well, you always need a bit of survival. And I asked him to explain a bit what he meant by that. So he said, well, if a project's late and it needs to be delivered on time, then I just need to take it away and I'll just take control of it and I'll finish it because we've got to get the job done and we've got to deliver for the customer. So after a little bit of discussion and coaching, 
um, we actually came to the conclusion that his intention to deliver the project on time was very much coming from growth. But his behaviour and the way he was doing that was coming more from survival. And that was being driven by a fear that they might fail as a team, that the project might um, not be delivered to the standard that's expected, or the company organisation overall might suffer. So exploring your intention, getting clear on your intention, and then why and how you're feeling about that and what you want to do is really important when you're looking at spending more of that time in growth. So let's be curious. So be present. Be present is about exploring my emotions, my feelings and my physiological state. How aware and present am I with myself and with other people? And I guess what we observe a lot at Mindset Practice, and we're guilty of ourselves sometimes, is the speed of which that people work at and how it's very difficult to be present with how you're feeling and what's going on for you when you're working at such a fast pace. This is such a common practice that we find people um, become aware and awakening of the need to explore and develop a habit in when they're um, taking part in our programs or using our material. And often doing something as simple as looking at our feelings gauge, getting clear on the language, um, blocking out a small amount of time each day to really focus on how they're feeling um, and starting to slow down and create some spaces in their day for recharge make a big difference to that habit of being present. And then our third habit is that of being choiceful. And being choiceful is about how much accountability and responsibility I take for my actions. It can often at the beginning of our programmes feel quite a difficult practice to relate to, particularly if people are arriving more from that mindset of survival. Well, I don't see any options. It's been like this for a long time. Nothing really changes around here. I've tried everything and every time I do try things, they just turn it around the other way or, or make something new happen. And then, you know, nothing ever changes. And I just have to keep on going because I keep being given more work and it's got to be delivered. And I just don't feel like there's any way of me pushing back. So be choiceful. It's about looking and seeing what options we do see. Is it about um, acknowledging to myself how I feel? Is it about being assertive about the needs that I have or the support that I require or the pace that I'm working at or getting a conversation with someone that I'm finding challenging to get on with? Is it about taking responsibility for how I'm showing up, how I'm acting and behaving in that moment. So be curious, be present, be choiceful are our practices which really do enable um, people to spend more of that time in growth by becoming more aware of those habits and patterns that might be drawing them more towards survival. And we absolutely encouraged our group last week to start implementing those from the beginning. And they're the golden thread, if you like, that runs through our programs. And I saw that as we went through the week of them beginning to really use those practices and the language and the materials we provide to help them um, become more um, centered and balanced and aware of um, how they were showing up. So what was the awakening piece? Well, one of the key pieces of the program that we share last week is when we asked the participants to look at their own individual mindset 
So the habit of self-belief and belief in others. So how much do I value and like myself unconditionally of what I do? Um, and this can be a really pivotal moment for many of our participants because they often know that they have a habit of self-belief which is more towards survival. But actually to have that confirmation from feedback from our growth indicator that they've given themselves, the conversations they've had as they've gone through the programme, maybe exploring some of their archaeology, looking at some of their feedback in their 360 and um, starting to get um, clear on the language of growth and survival. Um, there's a realisation when they actually get their final feedback um, of where their self-belief may be in that moment. And in that moment is an important phrase because self-belief is not something that's fixed. Self-belief is something that's transient and we can change it. Um, many of us suffer with moments and, and times of lower or self-belief, but more towards survival um, in our lives. But it's about the habits that we put in place to help us um, make that move towards survival less often. And the awakening was really um, a, towards the end of our week when we asked the group to check in on their commitments and their learning for the programme. So some of the words that came were, um, I now feel able to take charge and be accountable. I feel reflective and optimistic. I feel empowered. I know a lot about what I need to do and I have more self-belief. One individual actually sat there and said, I now know I am enough. I don't have to prove myself. And she actually went on after the programme to go and have an interview for a job which she felt she wasn't um, capable of um, actually taking part in before the programme. So that was wonderful to see and hear. Some wonderful words like, I'm responsible for making changes. It was a start of a new me and I really appreciate this group of people. I feel really empowered to engage in this process and I feel lighter. And that's often what we see in the programmes actually on the screen or in the room. So people might come with their heads slightly down, not, look, not engaging, not looking at the screen. And by the end, they literally have physically got lighter in, in our view. So sitting up more, shoulders back, smiling, engaging with the group. And it's, it's a wonderful thing to see and a real privilege. Um, I feel a little bit excited moving forward. I feel more self-aware, more mindful. And um, I really feel that if we stay together, we can really support everyone. And that's a nice thing to end on, I think, because that awakening, that blossoming, that spring moment when everything comes to life and everything starts supporting each other. So the growth that happens in the world, um, the flowers come out, the bees feed on the flowers, the birds feed off the bees, the blossom grows, the fruit grows, all that connection. Um, it might sound a bit of a metaphoric connection, but I can really connect that to what we see in the groups that go through our programmes. That connection of human beings coming together in a psychologically safe space, feeling included, feeling valued, feeling seen and feeling heard, and feeling empowered and having a language to share what's going on for them and how they can move forward more from that mindset of growth. And the stories we hear on the programmes are not just about work. They're often about home, about relationships, about children, about juggling roles between mother and father and families um, or dealing with different relationships outside of work. Now, today is International Women's Day, so I'm a woman. 
So um, at Mindset Practice, they asked me to reflect on some things in relation to um, International Women's Day. So while I'm absolutely a fan of, you know, promoting women, um, of women having equal rights, of us having equal opportunities, and I do think we've come a huge way as a society to that happening. Um, I've been very fortunate, I know, in my life and in the country I've lived in, for that to happen. Um, I I actually think that I would like an International Human Beings Day. And given, I guess, where we are at the moment with the war in Ukraine, the fighting, the desperate scenes that you see on the television, I would like to um, wish everybody, you know, an International Human Beings Day. Um, How could we all, as as human beings, do one thing to help us show up from growth more often? So the one thing that I'm going to do this afternoon is actually reach out to a member of our team who's from Ukraine and I know that you know she's struggling a little bit at the moment so have have a chat have a conversation if I was with her I would give her a hug but just to connect with someone and just to share and check in how they're feeling. So as you go forward into your next week maybe check in on how people are feeling in your team Don't be afraid to ask, how are you feeling right now? You may be surprised and pleasantly surprised what you hear. So look out for our next main podcast coming in the next couple of weeks. I shall be chatting to one of our key partners, Interaction Learning and Development, and their their brilliant consultant, Dan Simmons. So um, I look forward to sharing that episode with you. Dan is quite a character, so I'm sure we'll have a Um, a podcast full of laughter, awareness and um, great observations as well. So take care everybody, enjoy the sunshine and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.